yo, 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 it's Richard, a.k.a. Richie Rich, a.k.a. Real Rick Ross. Don't forget to listen to the Feedback Podcast. Cheer. What up, everybody? It's back with the Feedback Podcast, where we talk about everything nightlife-related here in Austin, Texas. And this episode is a little different. Uh, I didn't want to do an interview. I wanted to have a little debate about discrimination and dress code. As you may already know, there's been some stories recently about people, well, African-American people, uh, getting turned away at bars because of the way they look, because of the way they dress. And so I I wanted to have a little conversation, so I brought in my friends uh, Mel and let's call him Mr. Black. And we shared our own personal experiences with this issue. Uh, We talk about what the law says. Uh, We're trying to figure out what are some of the deeper problems at stake here. Uh, Also try to come up with some solutions. But most importantly, the conversation should not stop here. This is an ongoing issue. Uh, If you're not aware of it, uh, just know that it it is happening out there. It should not be happening. So uh, share this show. Uh, Keep up with the news. Keep up with the updates. Uh, And we need to keep the feedback going. All right, let's go. Taking it away back <laughs> on the feedback. Feedback. Yeah. <laughs> with All Mel- right, y'all. With Melly Mel Welcome. and Mr. Black. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast. My name is Black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today's going to be a little different because the uh, starting interview, I'm trying to do a little debate thing, and I got in the studio... My girl Mel, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? And Mr. Black. How's it going, guys? Mr. Black is everywhere. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, topic, for the, uh, topic for, the, for this episode is uh, discrimination and dress code um, at bars. It's been happening for a long time. It was in the news. Uh, recently in Dallas with the whole Kung Fu thing that happened and happened in Austin too, uh, at Kung Fu again last year and in Houston. So uh, the goal here just to get um, to get some insight on the topic from someone who works the door, aka Mr. Black. And you Mel, do? who's representing <laughs> the ladies. I'm representing all of the patrons that. Uh are attending these places and getting rejected possibly at the door. Yes, and she is very. She has what a lot of stories to tell. Get off your phone, man. <laughs> Black. I just found out one of my cousins is pregnant. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> All right, keep going. You, you'll, you'll, you'll text later. Anyway, uh, so this is what we're going to talk about in this show. So first of all, um, I want to make sh- I want to make sure you guys understand that this is not the the topic doesn't end here. We're just trying to talk about it and hopefully the conversation will keep going after this show uh so i want to get your feedback pun intended uh your comments i want you to share it because this is an issue that's really hot and very uh controversial and relevant i see mel is focusing on <laughs> all the stories she's gonna tell <laughs> right 
I have some. Oh, uh, you have some. You have a lot. I know you do. Anyway, but the goal again, the goal here is to get a conversation going, and hopefully you guys will pick it up from uh, from here and uh, keep it going. Anyway, but first I'd like to introduce my guest, uh, Mel. How you doing again? Good. 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 Uh, how do I know you? Do you remember? Um, I think I met you downtown, probably through mutual friends, dancing somewhere. I'm sure. Which is everybody I meet. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like 90% of people I know I've met downtown. So, yeah, we do have a lot of mutual friends, too. And Mr. Black, how many years now? Oh, I've been here for a while, but I've been knowing you for a couple years, man. Couple? A couple. I mean, it's more, more than, uh, even though a couple is more than three. But, yeah, I say eight years. Yeah. At least eight years. And you've worked you've worked at uh I've helped out a lot of places. Uh, yeah, here and there, dabbled, dibbled, mm-hmm. you know, grinded, um to help people succeed in their goals. Yeah, I mean we'll get we'll get to your story uh in a minute, but I wanna give a quick recap of what's happened. Uh so recently I think it was back in May, uh this dude in Dallas named DeAndre Upshaw. You guys know the story, right? Yes, mm-hmm. another story, heard about it. Yeah. So he was going to he's a social media guy. Uh, and he was going to Kung Fu Dallas, and the bouncer turned him down, turned him away because he had uh, high-top Converse shoes or something like I think they were Chuck Taylors or something like that. And the bouncer was like, uh-uh, you ain't getting in, and then all of his friends were wearing the same shoes, and they wouldn't let him in. He just happened to be black, and they said, no, you can't get in, but your white friends are cool. Uh, so he actually... Um, uh, he had about, I don't know, like five or six people with him. He tried to, he, he had, since he's a social media guy, there was a whole campaign going around. Hashtag no kung fu. Did you guys see that? Oh, you know, you know, on Twitter, no, 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 Mr. That, Black. That, so no. you don't know about that. I saw it. You saw it? Mm-hmm. Did you, did you do anything on that? Did Absolutely. You, post? you did? Mm-hmm. Were you, uh, what were you saying? I mean, I've, I've reposted a couple of other people's comments about no kung fu Dallas, no kung fu Austin, no kung fu Houston, no kung fu at all. Um, <laughs> no kung fu. No kung fu. Haven't been there since. Well, did you used to go? I've been there twice before that. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so anyway, the the guy was um, the press trying to get a hold of the management. They didn't return any comments, and then uh, he actually took it all the way to city council. Mm-hmm. And I got in touch with him today, and he told me that the Department of Justice is getting involved, and the City of Dallas is getting involved, as they should. Yeah. Wow. It's a slow process. You know, uh, you know how those things go. Mm-hmm. So hopefully something will come out of that. Um, and then there was another story here in Austin in our own backyard. Uh, last year was a Sunday fun day, I mean, which is, we all know what kind of mayhem that is. It's crazy. And uh, it's Sunday. People are laid back. So, you know, dress code is laid back, of course. And dude got turned around because it looked ghetto because his shorts were too long. And his white buddy had the same shorts on, and then they said no. Um, Houston, same thing. It told the guy that his his shoes were too flashy. You didn't hear that story? Didn't hear that story. Yeah, mm-hmm. same thing. Um, so this is also at Kung Fu. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know how to? Uh, I'm just looking at you, Mel. And you know how in cartoons, like in, in, in Family Guy or in The Simpsons, like the eyes are like half yeah. half closed? Because it, it's basically looking at you like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a look that Mel has. I know. And I that's think she's going to have that look the whole show. The whole show. time, because that's what this situation deserves. Right. So let me... 
I'll have a smile on my face. <laughs> I'm smiling. You're smiling, but you got that look like, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. So let me get first opening statements, Mel. I mean, I know you take on it, but I want you to elaborate. And if you got stories of uh, anything, anything like that has happened to you or your friends, feel free. Sure. The I'll floor just, is yours. Um, I'll keep it brief. Um, no, go ahead. Elaborate. Elaborate. Well, okay, you, we well, got time. We got time. So please, please do. I've I been be. back in the Austin area since 2005, which is when I got back into the downtown scene. And I started experiencing these same things. I'd be out with guy friends who were constantly rejected at the door for supposed dress code violations. However, um, you would see the other race counterparts Mm-hmm. And they'd be led into the club. Um, you know, you walk to the door with a group of guys and the bouncer says, your pants are too baggy or your chain is too long or your shirt's too big or you can't get in because your tennis shoes have a certain color sole on the bottom of them. Sole? The sole of the shoe is a certain so color. So he was walking with his feet up? and No, like oh, the, the, if ones the shoes tell, are yeah, yeah. white or whatever. Like they look like tennis shoes, I suppose. Oh, okay. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> but you'll look inside the bar and there's guys with holy t-shirts, ripped up pants, flip flops with their toes exposed, looking like no, they, they just see them toes. Look, <laughs> looking like they just rolled out of bed, but they're allowed to come inside the bar for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I've still never understood that they want to have somebody in a in a club with I know girls wear open shoe shoes, etc flip-flops but like if a glass breaks mm-hmm. someone cuts their foot mm-hmm. they can sue the it's a, they can sue. it's a liability it's like but you don't want someone in there with a closed shoe on that's laced all the way up yeah right I, I still don't understand that i still do not get it so um to go to one of the experiences i i had was at latitude 30 downtown i was with two of my guy friends who are they're tall they're over six foot two they're both pushing 300 pounds but they're also both college educated and mm-hmm. former military and have sal- one of them has a salary paying job. The other one owns his own business. So when we were rejected at the door for ridiculous reasons, like their chain being too large, which it wasn't. It Wait, stopped at well, the- they were black, right? Black. Yes. Both of them. Okay. Um, the chain being too long, which stopped at the collarbone. That's not too long. Mm-hmm. It was, in my opinion, too short. Um, <laughs> I like it swinging. You know, <laughs> saying that their pants were too, or their shorts were too baggy. They had on polo khaki shorts with pleats. There's no way Ralph Lauren is making too baggy <laughs> pants, you know? I can tell you on that one. Nope. It, it doesn't happen. Uh-huh. And so then when I asked the guy, I said, what is the real reason why you're not letting us in? And he straight up told us, we want college, white college kids in here. I said, oh, okay. I said, but the difference between them and you is you're standing at the door trying to make money. They've already made their money mm-hmm, and they're coming bitch. in there to spend it. Right. So we know more about you walking up to this door than you know about us. Mm-hmm. So when I walk up to a door and I see a bouncer, they would be offended if I assumed that they were broke. <laughs> you know, if they were working the door at this club at night for minimum wage or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that. I mean, I can assume it because I'm coming there to spend money and you're there to make it. Mm-hmm. But when I walk up to the door, you can't assume anything about me. You don't know me. Right. You don't know where I work. You don't know what I do. I know more about you than you know about me. So, so why are you trying to judge us? Okay. So when you when you told him that, what was his reaction? He just shook his head. He couldn't say anything. I asked to speak to the manager. He said the manager was busy. Oh. 
So we ended up going there. I have never been to Latitude 30 since then. I do believe now it is uh, under new management and the name has changed or I think something along those lines. Yeah. I think it's still Latitude. I think it's more of an Asian. But it's definitely... It all Asian. Oh. It's definitely not the same as it was before. Along with many other clubs where I experienced the same thing. The drink closed. Oh, the drink from back in the yeah, day? Yeah, from back in the day. The that same thing spot. happened there. Yeah, I remember we the were, drink. <laughs> they drank. They and it was drank. fun for the longest time. But as soon as I experienced discrimination like that, I do not patronize the business. They're not going to get my money because I'm not going to support you. Mm-hmm. Why would I want to spend my money in your establishment if you don't want me there? Exactly. Exactly. So let me get your take, Mr. Black. You, like you said, you've worked at multiple bars, security, door, however you could. Yeah. Whatever you Um, can do, really. I've just helped out several different places. But uh, going back, let's see, the drink days, uh, Mm -hmm. spill, fuel, um, Shakespeare's. uh, Those are where you helped or where Treasure you, Island no, no, no. These shut are, down. I've, I've helped at some of these places. Uh-huh. I hate to say once you get in the inner circle that people accept you more. That yeah, that, we'll talk about that too because because that's, that's you yeah, know. Yeah. But coming from where I came from, moving here to Austin um, in 2000, uh, I got discriminated against a lot. Um, for example, uh, going to meet some friends at Spill when it was open. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't get in because my shoes had red and silver in them. And I was like... Red and silver? Red and silver. I had bought the shocks, the red and silver and white shocks. Yeah. And um, he was like, you got red in your shoes. And I was like, oh, well, the, the shoes come like this. So I switch up the shoes. Um, and you I cut... You went back to your car no, and no, changed? No, 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 no. Like, I didn't go to the club that night. Oh, okay, Once okay. I got refused, I said, okay, I'm not going to, I'll come back another time. Mm -hmm. So I come back the next time. Well, we don't accept blue jean shorts. And I said, why not blue jean shorts? I said, it's 112 degrees outside. Do you want me to wear pants? I said, because I will not be wearing pants. Mm -hmm. So, um, so say this, this is going on for years. Finally, I get to in the inner circle with some people and then I stop wearing blue jean shorts because everywhere I've gone to, we don't accept blue jean shorts. They're too long. And I'm like, what's what's too long? I mean, they're at my kneecap. I'm not do you want me to wear coochie cutters? Like what what do you want me what do you want I'm me to wear? I'm a grown ass man, I don't show my knees. Yeah, you know. Um <laughs> you know. and then let's see, we've had uh you don't have a collared shirt on. So I go from wearing a regular t shirt to to a collared shirt. Okay, so in, in each of these instances, you had on Whatever you had on, yeah. but and they refused it. But then, if you look inside, you actually saw other people saw going other people in wearing absolutely. exactly it's the same exact thing. same thing. Either similar, the, yeah. either the exact same thing or something rattier. Like yes. if if you look nice and somebody else looks like trash, but they're allowed into the club because they're not black, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. <laughs> um. So, but but okay. So when you work when you work the door, oh, I don't. I, I wait. Yeah, well, that's. I'm jumping in. Yeah, yeah, you jumping way. Oh, okay. So tell your story, son. Mr. Black, Mr. Black is speaking, everybody. I literally had to go (laughs) and change my wardrobe up to look like a college kid. Um, I had. You really wanted to get in that place? This was not just this place, this was multiple places. Okay. So this is at least 12 clubs on 6th Street in between Brazos and Natchez to where 
I had I went and bought polo shirts, which I already wore polo, but mm-hmm. I had to look a certain way to get in the club because I I was not accepted. Mm-hmm. And it's like, again, coming where I'm from, like, hell, this this is the way I'm I got damn near on two hundred dollars worth of stuff and I can't even get in your club. Mm-hmm. So again, getting into the inner circle, meeting people, meeting bartenders, meeting door guys, and they're like, "Okay, you're cool," but then being out seeing a fellow friend that can't get in, and we're dressed identical, and it's like, "Why can't they get in?" Well, because of this, because of that. Their shirt, uh, it's not a collared shirt. It's you know, it needs to be a collared shirt, or the shirt's past your elbows. It's like, who the hell goes out and measures shirts to make sure that they're up, up above your elbows, like? What is that? Mm-hmm. Um, again, if you see how I'm dressed today, I have on some khaki shorts because of I know that if I do go somewhere else that they could say, oh, we can't let you in because of this. Mm-hmm. So my wardrobe has changed dramatically due to being here in Austin. So you conformed because you couldn't get in. In a way, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a different... I have a different story than your than than yours. Okay, go ahead. You have, you mean, have the Simpsons Simpsons eye again. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I had to do because I was not able. You to, didn't have to do anything. It was not. It was not that I had to do it. I just made that choice. If I'm going to go out and want to go to a certain club, then that's what I have to do. Did you did you feel like you wanted to be part of the inner circle? No, or it I just happened that I way. I just it happened that way, and I had friends that would go there. So if that's where they went, I would have to meet up with them if that was the first spot or the last spot when people would come in. Uh-huh. So I would dress a certain way so I could get to where I needed to get. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's just how it's been. Um, I, For example, I have cousins that go out in Dallas. They know how Dallas is. And when they come to Austin, they know, okay, we got to dress a certain way. Because if we don't dress a certain way, that means we get refused at the door. Mm-hmm. So... And me being downtown, seeing people get ejected, for example, I think it was about 2006, 2007, um, I'm standing outside of Soho Lounge um, at Chug and Monkey, as a matter of fact, I'm talking to some friends that work there, and uh, I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, black girl, black guy, another black dude, um, slacks. One gentleman had on slacks, one had on some khakis, girl had on a short, sparkly dress, not too short, mm-hmm. um, and they got refused. And I, and I looked and was like, why are they getting refused? Like, he has a collar shirt on with a sweater vest, dressed very well, but they got refused to go in. And I was like, hey, come on over here. I got your drinks, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, why did they refuse y'all? It was like because the way we were dressed. And I was like, you're not dressed like trash. Because I've seen a lot worse than what you've been dressed. And um, it just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's bullshit. Yeah. That we go through that, but then there are some of our people that come out that have the J's on and have the shorts that are down under the ankle. And I'm like, hey, if you want to wear pants, put pants on. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you have shorts down to your ankle? For what reason? But what does so that I, mean? Who cares if they have Jordans on? No, no, no. The the, the shoes doesn't matter. No, but, but no, no, no matter what it is, I mean... Th- that's what I was bringing up yeah. in that in that uh, that thread that was going on on Facebook, is that yes, there is this this stigma of well, if we let you know quote unquote, not quote unquote but black folks or Hispanics 
in, then you know shit gonna pop off, fight gonna break out. There, Which I've there seen is, it. You know, and, and it happens. It happens. But you know, because of this risk, which again. It sucks, but it is a reality. She's looking at me like, I'm about to jump this table and punch you in the face. But I, hold on. I just want you to finish your statement before my, my, I respond. My, my, my statement yeah. was, I'm not trying to say just with the Jordans, but anything that they have on. They do not, as I've seen, and I, first of all, I let them in wherever I work. I don't give a fuck. Money's mm-hmm. money. I don't care what yeah, you dress like. Yeah, money's grand. It don't so matter. So it's yes. like, but on the other hand, I, me personally, I don't care if you're white, black, blue, green, or orange. I hate sagging. If you got on baggy clothes, I hate the shit, but I understand if you're fucking 6'4 and only clothes that you can find that can fit you, you know, you're going to have on big clothes. I understand that. So I don't, I don't judge people with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I have, as a matter of fact, working a couple months ago, a black gentleman got at me because I, I asked him for his ID. And he was like, is that because I'm black? And I, and I looked at him and was like, no, sir. I said, I have to ask you for your ID. I'm 66 years old. You didn't ID those white people right there. And I said, they were already in here. They just stepped out to use the phone. I said, I remember everyone that comes in and out. And so I got into an argument with him over by asking for his ID, which by law, if I ask you for your ID, you have to present your ID. Right. And he just, he made me feel bad. Like I was trying to shush him. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, no, dude. Like I, I carded another woman that was older than you that came in here. Like, it's not about your skin color. It is but the it, law. You know, so... When it comes to that issue, we're, but we're talking about dress codes specifically. And you know very good and well that it's very much about your skin color when it comes to dress code. I don't understand why when a black person comes to the club, it doesn't matter what you have on, if you're wearing something baggy or if you're wearing something that's to be considered, quote, ghetto, which I still don't know what that means. Right. But um, if you're wearing something like that and the other person who's at the door allowing you or not allowing you to come in and they don't they don't want you in their club because they look at you and immediately are threatened. Right. That means all of this is run by fear. They are afraid of what is possibly going to happen yeah, due to stereotypes that are often untrue. Who cares if your pant, your shorts are down to your ankles? That doesn't mean anything no, when it, it comes no, it to spending it money in a bar. No, no, it no, it doesn't. But the the problem is not saying that if you have ba- baggy pants on, you can or cannot get in. The problem is being consistent in how you enforce that rule. Okay, so, let's go to that then. At Kung Fu specifically, why is there a dress code? It's a fucking arcade. It's a bar. It's an arcade. But it is. It With it, a bar in the middle. Right. Why is there a dress code, especially on a day like Sunday? It is, it is required by city law. There is a law, uh, 31.3. It's the same in Austin, same mm-hmm. in Dallas. That says that um, establishments that sell, I think it's it sell alcohol, and that um, as their primary source of revenue. Yes, mm-hmm. they need to have the dress code posted somewhere. Posted. Yeah, I know. No, no. What bar you know has a dress code posted out? Which out is front. the problem. Nobody knows that. They don't know that you can say, "Where's the dress code? I don't see it on your door at all." I can come into this bar if I want to. However, right. they also go back to the thing that says, "You know, I'm a business owner. I can reject whoever I want to at mm. the door, if they can prove that it's not based on discrimination." If they can prove it. If they can prove it. So, um, what is um, Mr. Black? 
Yes. <laughs> so when when some like have you been in a situation? So where does where does the the um, I guess the rule come from? Because I've seen from what happened in Dallas, like management would go up to their staff and say, "Hey, you know, uh, we like you said, we only want white college kids." Or if somebody's trying to put together an event, they tell the event coordinator, uh, "If you hear their accent over the phone and they sound, you know, funky or whatever." I've never like. A, I've never had that issue in majority of the places that I've helped out. Really don't have a dress code. Sometimes they do try to enforce certain things. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay. But again, when they try to enforce it, as I was saying with my situation, we go out and we say, okay, if you want me to dress this way, I'm going to dress this way. And then if I switch up my clothing for you and you still have an issue, then that means that, okay, it's because it has to be because I'm black. That's the only damn yeah, thing. Yeah, but, but you try it twice. I'm saying, as, as what you were saying. Yeah. Yes, I tried twice, and eventually I got in the door. Mel and, won't even try it a second time. I, I sure won't. She says, she says fuck <laughs> it. I mean, I've had that. I, I remember one time I was going to, uh, I think it was Sweet 101 or whatever, and the dude looked at my 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 drum, and he goes, uh, you're going to have to tuck that in. I don't. I never understand. I'm like, what does a chain? What, what does have to no, do no, no. with? I mean, I looked at him dead in the eye and I said, "This little thing, this little thing right here that I've. I mean, he doesn't know that I've had this since I was ten years old. Yeah. And I and anybody who knows me <laughs> has never seen me without it. And I, I got pissed. I was like, well, fuck this then. I'm not. I'm not going in here. I think I went back a few months later, but he, he wasn't. He wasn't there anymore. Yeah. But. Um, the thing that the, the thing that sucks is that I think there's always the ones that fuck it up for everybody. Right. Always. No matter who no matter what race. No matter what race. It man, she, her eyes, I swear to God. Who's to, fucking it up? You're saying other black people yes. who have gotten into a random fight at a bar and may have had on baggy clothes are fucking it up for all black people I, around the world and we shouldn't not, be allowed into not, these clubs? Not around the world. I'm just saying it, it does happen. Even white folks, same thing. So what's, You know what? To be honest with you, what's been crazy? I've actually had more problems out of white people. Thank you. Yes. Which <laughs> is my point. Than, than I I'm have not, black I'm, people. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. They are more, statistically... They are more likely mm-hmm. to get arrested downtown than blacks are. Statistically, yep. Major- majority of the I'm, fights I'm that I've helped break, break up at at the different clubs that I've been at uh-huh. and just been there with people that own the clubs. Majority of the fights that I have broken up since I've been in Austin have been majority of whites. They don't know how so who's works. who's the problem starter now? And if you want to go into really what's been going on. Like, if you compare South by Southwest arrests downtown to Texas Relay arrests to Mardi Gras arrests, mm-hmm. you'll find that Texas Relays, which is predominantly patronized by black people, mm-hmm. has the least amount of arrests and the least amount of problems. When police are down there in mass numbers, it's for crowd control. Yes, it it yeah. has nothing to do with arresting people. Yeah. But on these other weekends that are that are visited by a lot more white people, non-blacks, whatever you want to categorize it as, mm-hmm. many more arrests. 
Yeah. Yeah, but that that fear that you were talking about earlier has got to ba- be based on something. So people are based on stereotype. Right. It's it based on media. It's based on what people think. There's based new, on what they've been taught. There's a new girl that uh, is working at a bar that I frequently go to, mm-hmm. and. Uh, she asked me about Texas Relays, and I was like, I said, it's actually pretty good. I said, there's actually, you know, um, you have high school children that come. You have junior colleges, universities, professionals from all over the world that actually come. Yeah. yeah. Um, she said, why do some of the clubs close yeah, the downtown? Bar, the, I've seen, I've seen um, them boarded up. Some board, <laughs> boarded up, you know, board up, and why do people leave town? I said, that's just ignorant. For me, that's ignorant people. Absolutely. I said, um, I really don't understand it. I said because it's actually a fun festival that goes on that you can experience. I said, yes. Are there more black people in town than usual? Yes, it is because we come out because majority of someone's family is going to be running in it or a friend is going to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was saying, you know, talking about the clubs. And I said, you know, mention that about the clubs or whatever. I said, it's just dumb to me. Um, And I told her that if I'm not mistaken, um, the lady from the city hall said that Texas Relays actually makes more money than some of the events that take place here in Austin. Yep. And I was, and I tell people that, and they're like, "No, oh, you got to be bullshitting with ACL and South by nope. this." And I was like, "No, I think they said it brings in about four hundred million dollars, you know, a year." And they were like, "It, it can't be like, you know." Ask the businesses that do stay open. So how well they do a week, <laughs> during the weekend like, like that. And, and then, as I was explaining to her, I said, majority of the times that I've been down there, yes, there has been. Um, some gun shooting that happened like in 2004, 2005, yeah, whatever. I that. Just ignorant people. Um, but I said a lot of the stuff happens out in the street. It doesn't happen in the clubs mm-hmm. with the younger kids. And then you have these so-called kids that think they're in gangs that get into it and want to beef and all this other kind of just dumb shit. So mm-hmm. like I explained to her, I said the younger people are going to be outside. And those are the most people that you're going to have problems out of, but which not no major problems. Mm-hmm. So and I thought I was like, go experience it. Check it out, you know? That's all you can do. So. Well, I mean, have you ever been in a situation where the the bouncer was the one who was on the power trip and he was just acting on his own? Or here's the one that, that yeah, was no, on the stereotypes? I've, and I've seen it. I've seen it at several different clubs where... The bouncer has had a power trip, and I would say you know you know the manager, you know the owner, you, yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah. you know it's cool, yeah, yeah. But I already know the it's guy cool. at the door is a dickhead, yeah. And I say, do you want to keep your job? Is what I tell him. Are you calling him out right there? Oh, peep game. <laughs> yeah, I tell him, do you want to keep your job? Because if, if I can make some phone calls, you won't have it. So what what happened? I I get in. <laughs> to me, the the person at the door is basically a scrub. You know, I'm a scrub. Yeah, but you give you give people <laughs> you give people a little bit of power, I and then they can go bad. all out with it. Right, but it he had to have heard it from somewhere. It's not just made. I'm gonna make up my own rules at the door. I've seen it. Ha- no, well, not in this country, but I've seen it happen um, in uh, Paris. I think I saw that story before. The guy at the door, when you go out, he can look at you, scans you up and down, and goes, "I don't like your shoes." Oh. My, that, like that, not yeah. not not even. It's like it's not the it's the rule. You can't have this. You can't have that. I don't like your shoes. Yeah, uh, my you buddy. Can, can you step? Can you step aside right here? My buddy Alex was in uh, Puerto Rico, and they couldn't get in because of their shoes. So come to find out, the bouncer bouncer was like, "Oh, I know a gentleman whose store stays open late, so you can go buy some shoes." What the, the hell is wrong with these people? So peep game. So <laughs> him and another guy had to go. Oh, they he, went. 
They yeah. didn't have to do They didn't have to, anything. but that but this was the only club that is open that was open in Puerto wow. Rico at the time. And guess what we would do? We'd have a party in my hotel room because right. I'm not going to go buy any shoes just so I can go to some club that doesn't want me in there in the first place. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. If somebody does not want you in their establishment, don't fucking go. Right. No, I got you. So Good. him and another guy went and bought shoes so they could get in. <laughs> because it had, uh, the, again, only place that was open mail, and the whole group went there. She looks so mad. She's very pissed. I'm irritated because it's like people don't stand for anything, and if that's the case, you fall for everything. Uh-huh. Come on now. When in the world... That was a country song she just quoted. <laughs> But seriously, thank you for lighting the mood up. Because she's about to kill someone else. No, I mean, I may be passionate. I'm not angry no, or anything. You know, I'm, I'm definitely kidding. passionate about this topic because I do not like discrimination, and I don't think it's fair that it's just accepted. Because you said you have cousins and friends that come from Dallas who have accepted this discrimination and said, "Oh, I know when I come to Austin, I got to dress a certain way if I want to oh, get into the club." Oh, they do that in Dallas too. It doesn't make any sense. There are hundreds of places you can go. Don't go to Kung Fu. Go across the street to Dirty Bills. Mm-hmm. Go to Molotov. Go to Jay Blacks. Go to go to wherever you can go and have fun. And they want you to spend your money there. Right. Mm-hmm. No, There's no. so many other places to choose from. I don't understand what the hype is about these places that are so popular. Because and you have everyone to go. goes there. Everyone, that, that's Who all there cares? is. So the, that's they want to they want to be seen. Th- that's Who what can, it is. You can stand on Which, the fucking street corner and be right? seen. No, 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 but, no. But, there is, there, uh, uh, let me let me second you on that. There is the there there are these spots in every city where. If you make it in there, some people make it easier than more uh, e- than others. Easier, ah, I can't say the word easier than others. Some gotta work at it. Some gotta you know pay the door guy. Some gotta, yeah. Clearly, I'm not a cool kid, and clearly, I don't want to be in the popular spot because I'm not be. going to conform to do anything for anybody. Most people want to be where it's hot. Where the hot spot is. Everybody, that you, shit's crowded. Go, My hair is no, hot. I, know, no, I no, start no, no. sweating. Yeah, but it's, true. it's not even a good experience you, you at know, that point. You know, well, but once you're in it and you've worked so hard, you're like, look, I went, I, I paid, I then paid I'm to do $20. Off. I had to say thank you. I had to say please. I had a smile on my face. I had my nice shoes on. So you had to dance a little dance and to get into the club? No, but I want to yeah, make it did. my worth time. No. I want to make worth my whatever I put no. in it. Worth your weight. No. You don't think so? No, I, I've been there. But now that I'm in the the position that I'm in now, I don't have to do that. You're devaluing yourself when you do all of that, that but, to get hold into on, a That club. was then. I'm talking about my past. But I'm now, talking about the presence. I don't have to. But now, then, you're but, the no, token. No, 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 no. But, but, but then, guess what? I don't even go to half of those places where everybody's at. So it's I like, don't either. I, I Me now, at the age that I'm at, I like chill, calm, cool. Because when you do get around a lot of people... In a small environment like some of those clubs, I don't understand it. For example, Dogwood is always fucking busy. <laughs> always I busy. I don't, I don't know why. See, that's, an ex- that's a perfect example. hot as dog shit. And I'm like, why is there a line? Remember that time when I was singing with you? Yes. That Sunday? I said, it's jamming why? inside at, at, J, at uh, J Blacks. Yeah. At J Blacks. Who was at J Blacks? Yeah. yeah. We're chilling in there. Music was dope. I was dancing. It was, it was the best music. I mean, you, we were jamming. We were, we had a blast. Yes. I was there just hanging out, and uh, we had a blast. Again, music was good, but there were not a lot of people in there. But there were people at across the across the across street, street waiting in line, and it's damn near hundred degrees outside. It's like why? Why are you there? And I and I've said it, and uh, several people have asked me 
what are they doing? I was like, I don't know if they're giving free cocaine in the bathroom or what. <laughs> I don't know. But I need to know what they're doing so I can tell the people across the street, hey, look, this is what y'all need to be doing. You know? But then at the end of the night, when, when these people are over there at, at these places, they're like, okay, I want food. Where they go? They go over to J Black's. I've seen several of them go into J Black's. That's true. And say, oh, damn, I want to go eat. But it's like, you're drunk as dog shit now. The door guy's not going to let you in. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. You ain't going to get in. And, yeah, so I, I don't get it. I do have not you, understand have you, why. Have you um, ever, ever, whether it's in Austin or anywhere else, had to work your way into a place? She getting free hand jobs in the back. What was doing? Shut up. <laughs> um, Give me a big daddy. Like, work it. Like... Vegas I was just is the only place, uh-huh. but it's never because of skin color. It's probably because they have a, a waiting list or they have VIP entrance or what. I've definitely schmoozed my way into VIP. Oh, so you've I've, done that. I've never had to do that in general admission. General but who, admission. <laughs> who doesn't schmooze their way into VIP? I don't. I, I try I'm sometimes, but I don't really I mean, but you're also not a woman wearing four-inch heels and wanting comfort either. That's why I do that. It has nothing. To- <laughs> 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 the point here is, mm-hmm. get, getting back to the, the whole topic of racism, here in Austin, it is about skin color. We know that. It's been, well, it's, it's also happened. about sexual orientation, too. Sexual orientation? Yep. I, I'm sorry. I'm straight. I'm not. I don't understand because I've no, never it's been. Happened. No, but it, it's it's happened too. Uh, there was. A, do you remember what old two nineteen was? The on old co- on the yeah. corner mm-hmm. of Fourth uh, and uh, Lavaca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they reopened it, um, it was. I mean, it's right there on in the gay district. I mean, let's call it what it is. Right. Right. Yeah. right. And then they had a grand opening, and. Some people from coming from rain and all those all the spots were trying to get in there, and they said, uh, "No, we don't, you know, you accept. Yeah, we don't accept your kind here, or some really? kind of shit like that." Yeah, yeah. And then there was it was the opening night. It was the opening night. I think it was called Red Room or something like that. And they got into so much trouble. The thing lasted a few weeks, and then they just shut the whole thing down. I mean. Of course, they had to do it. I mean, between Yelp and social media and mm-hmm. everything. Uh, and they were right there in the middle of 4th Street. Right. I mean, on the end of 4th Street. And everybody knows that's, you know, that that's where it's at. And so, I mean, discrimination is discrimination no matter what it is. Right. You know, it it's just so happens that the, the the race card is the one that, you know, maybe you, you see the most. But there's all the other kinds out, out there that happen. What is the supposed card either? It's it's not oh, a race card. Because I use the card. Because I, I mean, but it's the an, type. a race issue. Okay, the okay, that the, type. Uh, what's I, it's I, a called I card. I guess it would type. be a gay issue, uh, a gay race issue. I don't know. It's it's it, is that <laughs> how you would term it? I don't, I don't know, know right but I just think it. that these people were denying people at the door because of skin color are cowards. They're scared. They are fearful. And I think that they think that they're somewhat inferior and they're trying to protect their own self. Mm-hmm. When I've helped out at bars, I've denied, I mean, I'm, I've denied several people. I don't, again, for I don't what get, reason? I don't, drunk, 
That makes sense. Yeah, drunk. that makes sense. Anybody can drunk, be drunk. Being dumb. Mm-hmm. Do you say uh, your polo shorts are too baggy? I have never. Nothing no. has ever came out of my mouth and said, you can't come in because you're Were you ever told what one of those guidelines, like, hey, you know, make sure I've, you only I've, let these kind of people in or reject They're not going to tell that, Mr. That, no, black no, no, that because yeah. he's black. No, well, they've told me. They could, they could say <laughs> we don't want no Asians in here. They we don't want no Hispanics in here. They've told me I don't want no drunk people in here. That's the only That's thing I have been told when I've worked downtown. No drunk people. Not no clothes, no nothing. Because mm-hmm. when I worked, I, I don't give a fuck. What, again, I don't care what you got on. Because the more money you spend at my bar, the more mm-hmm. money I get in my pocket. There you go. So True. I get, like I said, I don't care if you're blue, black, green, purple, or orange. long as you spend that money, that means that's more money in my pocket. See, that's the thing about Austin is that it's so, it's so laid back as far as dress code. I mean, it took me, honestly, it took me years to to wear those graphic shirts. Yeah. Because I was always like, and it wasn't because I was being turned down or turned away at um, at bars. It was just like, okay, when I go out, I want to look my best. Right. I want to wear a collar. That was my my thing. Same here. Yeah. But starch and iron, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And after all, I was like, God damn, it's hot. Let me let me try this, those graphic shirts. And then now everybody's wearing graphic tank tops. I'm like, holy shit. No, please, come on. I, that That's, to me, that's a line. But I don't work at a bar. And if I were, if I were to apply that rule, I would apply to across the bar. I don't care who you are. But the the graphic tank tops. Yeah, so muscles. now, um, one, of the clubs, my thing. one of the clubs that my buddy works at, uh, they're not allowing tanks for you to wear tank tops. So girls are good. I don't want to see your armpit hair anyway. Guys, guys, yeah. All guys or black guys? Yeah, all. They said they're doing all. They did not. He didn't say. We'll see. Yeah. So I thought that was. I I can guarantee if you sat in front of one of these clubs and took a tally of who was denied at the door Mm -hmm. and for what reason, and then you look inside Mm -hmm. and see people of another race wearing the same thing, that list would be long as hell. I'll do it. I'll sit in front of Kung Fu one Sunday from, I don't know, 2 to 5. And I'll mark five. down. I mean, most people don't come out till late. Okay. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, was, just, I was just yeah, giving a time frame. CPT time. <laughs> I was just giving a time frame. My point is, for, for I don't know, for a couple of hours, I'll, I'll go out there and I'll sit and I'll mark down. You, you can't push me off the sidewalk. It's a public sidewalk. I can do whatever I want. So I'll sit down and I'll, I'll watch who is allowed and who is not allowed into these clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's I'll weird, do my own they survey because no, no one else is doing it. Yeah. What I thought is weird now, they used to say no blue jean shorts, but now everybody's wearing the skinny jean, blue jean shorts, and shorts is like, how? You mean the short shorts, the, the underbutt ones? No, 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 no. I'm talking about guys. Oh, guys. Guys in the denim, the denim Levi shorts that are cut real short. I'm talking about? Yeah, at the knee? At the knee. Yeah, 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 yeah At yeah, the yeah. knee. Um, like male but, pedal pushers? I can't. Like what? Pedal pushers. That's the style when they're cut at the knee. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, did, I, 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 I had I, never I, heard of that, but thank I mean you for enlightening me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to bed. Let's do it Male pedal pushers. Shorts. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't, I, I don't understand how someone in some male porter pedal... <laughs> whatever she <laughs> said. It's only together now. Male pedal pushers. Shorts. Pedal pushers shorts. <laughs> um, but then a, regular, a person in some regular blue jean shorts can get in. I got to understand. Or when I see white counterparts with blue jean shorts on, and they in the club, but the brother or the Mexican guy that I know couldn't get in because they got on blue jean shorts. So I don't, I don't understand where the line is drawn for blue jean shorts. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, or yeah, anything yeah. else. 
Converse sneakers, hats, camouflage, tank tops. Oh, yeah, can't wear, no, can't wear hats. Can't, yeah, your hat has, your hat to, be has a, to be forward. A flat bill? Flat, what the hell was the fucking flat bill? Now, some people do, but a flat bill? Really? Or you have to have a curve you see the, yeah, in your hat. Yeah. In your bill. What? It's my hat. I paid $45 for it. Here's the thing. If you're wearing, if you're a black male and you're wearing a fitted cap, usually it does have a flat bill and they don't want you in there. They know mm-hmm. if they say a curved bill, it's going to be more like a baseball cap, like what a white frat boy would wear. With the thing they put on, uh, just like a pa- huge paper clip. You're talking about a, a, a bottle, bottle cap? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the bottle like caps yeah, around yeah, yeah. the edge. I mean, really? You know that some of these styles trend toward a certain race. Yes. Actually, there, w- there was a story recently. Um, I think it was a month ago. It was Bar Louie. Not the one in Austin. Okay. It was in the, somewhere in Minnesota or something like that. Wait, Bar Louie done closed down, right? <laughs> I have no idea. Never I don't know the bar, who the goes bar there. right there at Congress and 6th. Uh, Colorado and 6th. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado and 6th. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. I have no idea. Never go it didn't shut down. I, guess it didn't I, I don't. I, okay. I believe it. But anyway, so they did. They they obeyed the law or the, whatever city code. Like you have to put the uh, the the dress code on the front door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Front door said no white tees, no baggy jeans, no long chains. So basically, it described the the stereotypical what, black what man. What they think a black man yeah, looks like. Yeah. So it, seriously, it was a huge list. I mean, it was like maybe it had maybe uh, like ten items in right. it. Right. And basically saying, yeah, we don't want none of that. So, so we're obeying the law, and we're, you know, we have the dress code posted right there, so we're okay. But this is basically describing a black man. There was a whole uproar about it wow. all over the internet. As there should be. And, and my question, go, it goes back to why are black men so threatening? Why are you threatened by a black man in your establishment? That's what I don't understand. It's a stereotype, and it's a stigma that we carry. Yeah. I don't carry that. I mean, I'll say you, you do. You shouldn't carry that. I, 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 it's other not pe- my call. It's, no, no, it's no. not my call. It's not us that's carrying it. It's other people looking at us that are keeping right. the stereotype going. Exactly. And the so ideas it's, it's of not, it. It's not me acting up. It's it's Whether it's the look that I project or something that like, oh, if I raise my voice, or if I, I think can say some things, then automatically, here, you're in this category of, of black folks, a nigger if you want, I'll say it. But um, uh, and you're bound to at, at some point to fuck it up for everybody else. You know the Chris Rock joke? There's black people and there's niggas. That's a bad joke. You don't like that joke? Do I look like I like that joke? No, you I don't. ain't never heard it. But anyway, <laughs> I th- I think what it is, ignorance. We intimidate people. We do. Why? I don't. I don't. We know do. What it, I do not know what it is. When a black man, um, en- when a black man enters a room full of non-black whatever there is like there is a presence that as there felt. should be yeah. presence of a king oh, oh, all right <laughs> if, if we want to get down to it no, 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 i'm just no, saying yeah, okay. but it, when it a black man I walks know, into I a know, room I, I surely am gonna notice right and i understand I, I understand what you're saying but yeah okay go ahead go ahead My, i'm just saying i don't know what it is but we do intimidate we the do. other the other races why it is, I don't know. I don't understand. But for me, when I walk in a room, I don't give a damn if it's a room full of blacks, whites, blues. Or I, don't, I own it myself. Mm-hmm. So I make it about me. You're going to know, okay, damn, who is that? Because my presence is going to give off a positive vibe already as it is. Regardless right. if I have a dollar, if I got $10 million in my pocket, regardless, 
that's what I'm going to do when I walk in the room. Right, but if you're the same way, what I mean by presence could be a, a positive or a negative. If you're the dude that walks in the bar and then post up at the wall, arms crossed, looking all mean and fucking I did, and shit, I mean, then that's a presence too. I did that, but I mean, I guess it 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 may come off like that, but I just no, it, it, I've walked in a place and just posted up to see what's going on. That's fine. But Here's the thing about intimidation. Intimidation has nothing to do with the person who's supposedly the intimidator. It's the person who's receiving the intimidation. It's all about perception. That is you true. are the weak link if you think if you are intimidated intimidated by somebody else. That's you being weak. It has nothing to do with them. Okay, yeah. I see I see that, but so all these weak ass bouncers that are denying people because they're afraid of what's what might happen mm-hmm. due to a stereotype they pulled out of their ass, then stereotypes are not pulled out of their ass. Uh, Any stereotype is not pulled Here's out of their ass. A small percentage ass. of people create stereotypes. Yeah, but it a stereotype is based on some reality, some. no matter what it is. And they so they it, blow that up. The media blows that, that up. That's fine. It's blown up, but, but it's still it's a based, small portion but it's a, of what it is. But it's a based on some reality. So that re- it's fine. So the uh, that reality can make it, it could be just you know three percent of the whole population could be less than a percent of population, mm-hmm. but it is a reality nonetheless. No so matter who you are. What what happened to that other ninety seven percent? Well, I mean, why aren't we focusing on that? Because here's what happened when we were talking about this issue on Facebook, um, and I was commenting. There was a, another black female on there who told me that I needed to stop talking about it and do something about it and i had to check her and tell her that i've been doing something about it i carry myself well every single day mm-hmm. i'm a representative of myself representative of my race but somebody who is that three percent that's causing the stereotype mm-hmm. i don't have anything to do with that yes. i live my life as i do and i'm a good representative of my race and myself you, so you on a daily basis i am defending the stereotype yeah but uh, the the, the way the stereotype works is that I don't know you. I ain't trying to get to know you. I'm just reading what I see based on what I read or based on what I was told, based on how I was raised, and this is how I'm interpreting you. Nothing on your forehead says, hey, I have a job. I have a car. I'm I make a good living. I got kids. Uh, I'm a good person. I pay my taxes. None of that says any, any, any of that on your forehead. So first impression is everything. If someone walks up, you're gonna size them up, no matter, no matter what, based on your, based on your background, based on what you've learned. Which goes back to the beginning of this podcast when I said, when I walk up to a bar, I know more about that that bouncer than they know about me. They don't know where I come from, but immediately I know where they work. I know they ain't making, you know, eighty thousand dollars or whatever a year. Awesome, awesome. You well, know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah, but you do so then you're doing you're doing the same thing. No, what I'm saying is they would be offended if I make that oh, assumption. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. So, so I should be st- offended if anybody is judging me as I'm walking up to the door. It is. The judgment is going to happen regardless ju- both ways. No matter what, you're going to judge. Everyone judges. We all do. I don't give a damn what you color. Can't, you can't say you, you don't. Judge. Everybody does. I do not have a job where whatever I'm thinking in my head affects my work. Let's say I do have some judgment of someone but if you're in someone of a position of power like a door guy is as in i'm 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 the gatekeeper i let people in who i don't and i'm gonna exercise whatever is in my head then you're gonna judge 
I mean, profiling at airports, same thing. They judge. They look at you and say, uh, your name it sounds kind of weird. Hold on, uh, step on, the, step uh, over here, please. Let me check your bags. Again, you could be a millionaire with everything. I, I don't. I can only speak of what discrimination I've experienced, and right. you know, it's talking about entrance to clubs. Mm-hmm. And I, from being with other black men and going into clubs and being denied for these ridiculous reasons, mm-hmm. then I can speak about that experience. So, as far as discrimination in other venues, I don't know that. Yeah, but you do you understand? Goes going back to the German. You understand that it it can it happen both ways, and in a way, their job as a bouncer is to look at someone and say, "Okay, uh, you get in or you don't," based on A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And if one of them happens to be, "Hey, you look a certain way," then yes, that's on them. But it does happen. Okay. Yes, it does. I mean, yes, it does happen. But again, from my experience, me helping and working, I again, I don't care what the fuck you got on. <laughs> <laughs> and we need more bouncers like that. No, I know. I, I'm all for. I'm all for it. I'm just gonna yeah. give the others. I just wanted yeah. to give the other side of the coin. That's all. So but can I, we? But I've seen where you can't get in because your shoes, mm-hmm. or you can't get in because your pants too baggy. Mm-hmm. When I used to go out with my friends that were six three, six four, six six, six seven, they can own their. Only so many pairs of jeans that they can wear or shirts that will actually fit them so they can go out. I mean, just in general, wear on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So when we go out, they're like, you can't get in because of this. And it's like, did you did you see how tall he was? Mm-hmm. Did you see how big he was? Mm-hmm. That Okay, well, if we can't come in, I'm not. Even though I can get in, I'm not going in because you're not letting them in. Which is so, how it should be. So I believe, yeah. you know, and then I see them back out, well, such and such said that we couldn't, you know, y'all couldn't come in or blah, blah. Or again, as you said, management, which it does come from management, which I talked to another guy. He works at a place that we've talked about earlier today. And we talked about dress code. And I was like, I don't understand. Like, I d- like blue shoes, really? Blue shoes. There's more things that you need to worry about that person that may be in the bathroom getting headed doing cocaine in your bathroom <laughs> that you can worry about. <laughs> or the broken glass and the girl that's bleeding uh, whose foot is cut open wide and damn near hit her artery that can sue you even though she's intoxicated, but you continue to serve her drinks. And now she's bleeding out like a pig. <laughs> like, there are more things that you can worry about. Than tucking my chain in. Tucking right, my chain exactly. in. Exactly. Or if my pants are baggy, or if I got J's, or if I got Sperry's, or if I got whatever the fuck it is. Right. But again, it's about being consistent with that role. Yes. If you if you're gonna tell me to tuck my chain in, tell everybody the, to tuck their the, chain in. The next dude has a like a uh, I don't know what. Don't turn shirt. don't turn me away because I got basketball shorts on, but you let Peter and Todd in because they got black. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't get I don't get it. No motherfucker and, in this place should have a basketball short on. You know what I'm saying or, I if mean if I can't get in right. Mm-hmm. And then from that note, um, board shorts, uh, what is that? Swim trunks. You know, oh, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like. Oh, 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 okay. You know, it's oh, oh, I say okay, but it's like, really? But you won't let this dude in with some polo shorts. Like, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. I don't see it. I don't see a difference. I don't see a difference at all. What we need to do is get these businesses to, if they're going to enforce a dress code, fine. Enforce it universally and mm-hmm. post it so that all patrons can see as they're walking up to the business what the dress code is so that they don't have a question as to why they were denied. 
Have you seen any bar post yes. theirs? I forgot. I did see it recently. A bar posted. I, I never pay attention. I'm but trying I, to think of where it the was, park but I at saw the it. domain has a posted dress code at the door. Mm-hmm. It's got things like no camouflage unless you're in active military clothing or whatever. They don't even allow kids over there sometimes. Um, if not, not on the patio, but they will inside. Yeah, the inside, restaurant. but not, I not went with patio. my buddy, and it was a beautiful day, and we couldn't go in. Hmm. They were like, no kids. I, I was on like my that. shorts for too long one time. Yeah, and they do have a posted dress code. So when we asked what's the problem, because my friend had on camo shorts, he turned around and said, I'm sorry, it's on the list. And that's fine. We can't argue with anything about that. It had nothing to do. And we look inside. Nobody else had on camo shorts. So it wasn't like we could say, mm-hmm. you know, we were discriminated against because it was fair. Mm-hmm. They didn't let anybody in with camo shorts. It's on the it's on the wall. Now, what about those who get a pass just because um well they know they know the people inside. So in other words, you go in there like I I mean, I can only speak for myself because I I'm kind of kind of like Mr. Black here in the sense that people know me and I can go to places like, "Oh yeah, you that dude or whatever." And I I'll be able to get into into places Mm -hmm. because of who I am and because I've been, I, when I walk up, I go, you know, I'm, that's me. I'm nice. So like, Hey, how you doing? What's up? I'm not being rude. Uh, I tip bartenders. Remember me. What are you doing? Black? He's readjusting. Oh man. All right. It's almost been an hour. So it's all right. Um, yeah, so because I've been going there, I know the bartender, I, I would say, please, I say, thank you, and all those things. So I built that relationship. Yes. So if I'm, I'm allowed in, but yet someone else is not because, and they're black, and they didn't put in, quote, unquote, the work that I've put in there. Right. And it's not, I don't, I don't think of it as work. work. That's just me being me. Right. And so, um, and they get denied. So... I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know if I should feel bad. No, I was just going to say, <laughs> no, no, I, go what, you're, what you're saying, like, uh-huh. since I've gotten to this point in my life now yeah. that I don't have to hustle and bustle to try to get in anywhere because I did what I needed to do in, in the past. Not I guess needed or not. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, but as you were just saying on, on that note of you see other people not getting in, if I see somebody that can't get in and I don't know them, I'm like, hey, I, oh, that's such and such. And I get them in. So yeah, they don't have done, to go through that. that. I've done that too. Because it's like, damn, like they're really not out of dr- whatever your dress code is. Mm-hmm. They're not out of dress code. I don't understand it. Yeah, I've done that too. I don't get it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I was like, damn. And I'll go up and pretend like I know this person or these uh, guy, girl, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I've helped white people get in. I've helped black people. I've helped me- Mexicans get in. But it's just like, damn, re- like they're coming in to spend money. Why are you not letting these people in? I still don't understand it. Like I said, wherever I'm working at the time, I see money. Simple. What was you going to say, Money Mel? I was going to say, um, that's the story of the black person's life. You have to work twice as hard to get the same thing. That is, yeah. I don't understand that. And it shouldn't happen. It should be even across the board. And the fact that you're accepting that you know you have to do that, is a problem for me. It's not that I have to do it. We did. Yeah. It was not. It, it, was, it, was, it wasn't. Like, you like, did it. No, I know, but it wasn't like, oh, let me 
let me get cool with these people. Well, maybe at the bar, at the bar, so I can get a hookup later. See? That's about as far as it goes. No, but hook up on drinks. No, but I don't think my my call has anything to do with that. I think it does. Here's the thing: when you have to do all that, you know, talking it up and be all friendly and everything, that's like when somebody tells a bad racist joke, and then you're you're in the room though. Mm-hmm. You're 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 in the room, and they're talking about your race. They tell a bad racist joke, but then when the joke is over and the punchline comes, they turn to you and they said, oh, but I'm not talking about you, just those other ones. <laughs> That's what I feel like it is when you have worked your way into the in crowd. You can get in because you're cool with the manager or you're cool with the bartender. You're cool with the DJ. You're cool with the door guy. That is what you are. You're the exception because you're the one that they've b- spent time around. I truly believe that you can be the most racist motherfucker and, and be married to somebody of, uh, of another race. Mm-hmm. You love them. You don't love their race. Still, You're still racist. Mm-hmm. I know plenty of, of white people who I, don't I like know, black people, but I are married I got to one, black. I got one black yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And that's not right. I'm not dating a black guy, but I do have a black friend. Exactly. Black friend. But I but, but I, I do have this, or you know, I not remember. not you. I'm talking about the rest of them. Well, I am the rest of them. How about that? A couple of the times back in the day, people were like, "You're the whitest black guy I know." I said, "Why do you say that?" Oh, because of the way you dressed. Which I've been dressing the way I've been dressing for a long time. So we're just so, supposed to be sloppy, ratty, ghetto, yeah, uneducated, and I, and, and poor said, talking. Like, I don't understand. I said, "Is it, why is this? Because the way you dress, the way you talk." So you're. I said, "No." I said, "If God wanted me to be white, I would have been white." So I'm not white. I'm black. So mm-hmm. I would like you to say I'm the blackest guy that you know. Thank you. Then the whitest. <laughs> you know, it's it just. I, I. I've never understood that. They're like, "No, we don't mean it like that." Mm-hmm. But it's like that's what you said. Then what the hell are you like? Truly, I. I never could understand. Why am I the whitest black guy? Do you think do you think that wherever you go, you feel like you're representing uh black race or whatever? I'm representing Melanie. Right. So it's on on individual so does Melanie that mean that just so happens to be black. Right. So you take things on a case by case basis. Absolutely. So if you you act the way you do, but the next person doesn't Okay. It shouldn't have any repercussions effect. effect on how you are. That ain't got shit to do with me. Sure don't. But yet, people put them all together. Yes, they do, and that is the problem. Uh, so, let's talk about. I mean, we've been talking for an hour or so. Uh, let's talk about solutions on how to get over that. Uh, is it? I mean, there was a protest that that guy. Um, DeAndre Upshaw put mm-hmm. together in Dallas. Dallas yeah. Oh wait, on on that note. So I had another friend. Um, back in the day, uh, last name Brown was here a lot, a lot. Um, he's become friends with some of the guys at Kung Fu in Dallas. He knew the, he knows the original people that started it and he knows all the new. So a lot of the people, when they had those instances up there, incidents up there, um, like would call him and be like, Hey, can you come up here? Because we're going to have some issues and I want you to be here to, to let people know that we're not like that. And I was like, what? And then, so I hit him up on Facebook and was like, hey, what's up with this? With the gentleman with the blue shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, people are calling me. Hey, what's up with this? What's up with that? Do you know anything about it? And I'm like, I really don't know. I've just seen what was on the feed. And he was like, oh, this guy that was on, that tried to get in, is this uh, social media, like, whore, likes to just try to start stuff and 
he took it and he was like, you know, I went up there with Josh and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, just to try to let people know that they're not like this. But then talking to family members are like, they didn't let me in because I had Chuck Taylor's on. They didn't let me in because I had this on. And it's like, why? Again, well, obviously, you're, if Mr. Brown is trying to say they're not like this, but the same people Mr. Brown know that are my cousins, they're still having issues trying to get in. Because what Kung Fu did was they tried to call their token representative yeah. <laughs> and send them to Kung Fu and have them say, oh, I'm that one black friend. They're okay. Do yeah. you know Mr. Brown now? <clears throat> I might know Mr. Brown. No. Oh. <laughs> like that. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. All right. <laughs> well, in, in that same in that same story, uh, uh, like a DJ came up uh, who used to work up there. Uh, he was told that you know he, he if there were too many black people, he'd have to play. He'll play techno, so that that would like chase him away. <laughs> really? Because um, last time I checked, house music is, is my music. You no, know what no, I'm saying? but look, it's not I've gonna seen, flush me out the club. I've seen, I've, I've seen <laughs> bars try to do that. Oh, here we go. They're on. That's that's funkier than than any dance music. That's house, boo. Yeah, but you didn't like the low bass. <laughs> no, 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 no. The 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 house. I like that, but the house that's like it, it goes up, it goes up, and then it drops. Oh, you're talking about. Um, you're talking about. <laughs> That's, You're yeah, talking yeah. about EDM, oh. electronic, electronic dance. dance. Yeah, 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 I know. No. Yeah, I know. Okay. House is, I like house. Mm-hmm. Funky house. <laughs> Vocals and stuff. I had a whole show about that. But um, let's go back to uh, some of the solutions. I mean, I know the like the no kung fu hashtag mm-hmm. is still up, but there hasn't been much happening. And when I reach out to DM, go ahead. No, I was just quick comment on that. It's because when something first happens, people are passionate about it. Yep. Their passion does not last because they're really not passionate about it. Right. They just wanted to be trendy. Okay, now you can go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I, I, I preach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm always passionate about the topics I'm, you know, I, I feel strongly about. Mm-hmm. You know, my passion is not going to die even though this happened months ago. It hasn't died yet. No, I mean, I don't know if, if it's happened since. You guys heard anything? No. I mean, any, anywhere in Austin. I'm not talking specifically. Because it's not the topic uh, of the ex- week anymore. My <laughs> buddy was saying that uh, over at the ranch, they've changed dress code. and uh, Across yeah, the board? Across the board. Um, but it is. I like dress code. They're, they're, they're still pinpointing certain races. Oh. Why, why do you like dress code? Just curious. I, I like dress code across the board. I like dress code. Why? Because, I mean, that, maybe it's a cultural thing. Like, where I'm from, when you, when you go out... You go. You're supposed to be dapper. You're supposed to be you're dressed supposed to the to look, You look good. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's an event. You make it an event. Like I'm put on my ne- my, my my favorite drawers on. Gators. I'm gonna put my my uh, new shoes I just bought. I'm gonna put my new shirt. I'm gonna put my hat. It, it's to me. Put my two gold tape thing in over here. <laughs> Now, so, you're, now you're being ghetto. No, no, no. Watch, so so watch what, if somebody, <laughs> what if somebody's nice is a baggy pair of pants that they took and they got dry clean, starched hard, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Tennis shoes. They ain't going to be that brand, baggy if they, start, if they starch hard. They can be baggy and starched. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. They, okay. When they stand up on their own. That's right. Uh, so they have tennis shoes on. They have a nice shirt, ironed, looking good, smelling good. Everything looks put together. They're mm-hmm. color coordinated. I don't see the problem. Yeah, but if my rule is I don't want baggy pants on, why don't you want baggy pants? No, is I mean, my question. I, to me, his personal opinion. My personal opinion is 
when you dress, dressing up to go out baggy pants is not part i don't i don't but think so there's a fine line of what your baggy is compared to what somebody else thinks baggy is baggy could be anything that's crack. baggy could be anything that's not a skinny jean to some people around here i mean yeah, there yeah. are there's baggy and there's like you know like you can put two people in one that's not what i mean i mean sleeve. Like a even a slim fit to some people could be considered baggy because it's not skin I've tight seen, and I've that's a it. problem. I've seen it. What even a skin fit? Yes, a, uh, a slim uh, for, fit. For example, okay, that, that, that's that's too much. What I mean, baggy no. is like what skaters wear, that kind of stuff. What what uh, no, what I gangsters mean, what gangsters wear? What people in in um, what's it called? As she's saying right now, I was out one night with my white counterpart. Uh-huh. We had on the exact same pair of pants, mm-hmm. exact same pair. Mine were darker, and they said mine were baggier than his. Exact same pair. They could just, have been Levi's different, no, no, different, no, no, different no, shade. And I was like, we got on the same pair of pants, same length and everything. I know, but, but I, I, okay, from, from, from a business standpoint. I'm just saying. No, 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 hold on. From a, from a business standpoint, I do understand that, yeah, money's green. I can, you know, I don't care who walks in because I, I can only make money up until 2 o'clock. So... Are there anybody in flip flops, uh, socks and flip flops, and t shirts and tank tops and food and loom shirts? I don't care. No, no, no. From a business standpoint. Yeah, the, wait. I was going to say, as you were saying that, the only thing that I've been told was I cannot let girls in that have bikini bottoms on. They have to have shorts on. What about bikini That's tops? The only thing. What about bikini tops? Bikini tops are fine. Right. So, so that was the only thing. If, I, if I'm opening my own, my own establishment, if I open my own, my, own, my own establishment, my own bar, and I say, Okay, no sneakers. No sneakers. No, I don't want to see Nike. I don't want to, anything you can you can play sports with. No, but that's my standard, and that's across the board because that's the standard I'm trying to I'm trying to uphold. establish uphold as an as a bar and as a business. I can do that, right? I mean, it's your Mel, Mel, you hold on, no, Mel. you can do it. I'm just curious as to why. I'm trying to attract a certain type of clientele. What clientele? Uh, fancy ass people who wear regular pants and uh, dress dress shoes and and collar shirts. That's you. But when other businesses are thinking of their dress code, they're not thinking of that. Like your example with Bar Louie, they are. I making, know, but I, what I'm okay. Go ahead. Sorry. They're they're making these dress codes targeted at a certain type of person. They're not doing it across the board, and that's where the problem comes in right right right. but i'm saying if i if i apply it across the board if i say well i'm not going to go and get into okay what where the clothes come from or whatsoever i'm like i remember when some some of the bars open i remember when vici opened they were like well we only let people with slacks and not even jeans because that's, that's that's what we want well they have to change that because people people nobody was showing up because this is austin right but um you you live in a place. You go to, you go out in, in in Vegas. Like when you go out, you gotta dress the part. Mm-hmm. Dress the part. As long as you apply it across the board. Mm-hmm. But there you there is a fine line. Okay, are you just describing a a, a, a specific race, or you targeting somebody? Then yeah. But it is a fine it is a fine line on the list. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're applying across the board, I think you're fine. Mm-hmm. That was my point. I just, you know, but it is a dress. It is a dress code. Of, you know, you have to. Um, going back to kung fu, which is how all this started. <laughs> I'm just that? saying the bar with the fuckers with the food. I'm just saying the it's a bar mm-hmm. with an arcade. I can't wear Chuck Taylor sneakers in there. 
It's a Sunday. It doesn't actually it doesn't matter what day it is, really. But I mean, it, it's a casual place. Is my point? Yes. It I, is not it, yeah, a four star saying, place. I know. So why was that even said? What was what? That he couldn't get in with those shoes. That's. It's like you're pulling something out of thin air just to say any reason as to why he couldn't get in. I mean, it's it's a bad business practice. It's, yes, it's, it is. It's a bad social practice. It's a bad everything practice. <laughs> <laughs> we you know this. Saying, like, uh, what you were talking about when Vici opened up with the slacks, like Austin is. But that's what with, with a bar. As if I owned a bar, I know Austin is too. We're too laid back. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I mean, regardless if you're in a bar or not, you don't know if you're sitting beside somebody that is a billionaire. Which I've, no, I know. I've been know. sitting beside somebody that was a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know. He was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm a billionaire. But if you look at him, you would know because there's everyone here is so laid back and cool and chill. Mm-hmm. So Chuck Taylor's. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Come on now. Flashy shoes of whatever Jordan's here. I remember Pierre was open when Pierre opened up. Um, Roy, Roy Ivy. Play basketball at UT. Um, had on some red Prada shoes. And I think he was Prada? Playing. Prada. 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 Yeah. It's one of the expensive Couldn't shoes. Couldn't get in? Yeah. Couldn't get in. So I think it was like TJ Ford and a lot at like Vince Young and all them went in there. So he was like, I have on damn near a million dollars, including my gold, my change and everything. And he was like, I don't even drink. Here's my card. Go put, go put five bottles on it. I'm just going in because my friends are in there, and I just want to go in there. They were like, you can't come in because of your shoes. He said, all right. And what did he do? Made a whistle, and the whole club cleared out. And I was like, you see? I said, y'all, uh, I said, exactly y'all just lost be. some money. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rich? Like, really? That's what I, 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 I just, again, I never understand the dress code shit. But again, I've seen where frat boys, white, black, blue, green, or orange, I've seen where they've just acted up, throw up, and don't give two shits about your establishment. Long as they can get they get their tab or whatever they have, they do that and that's that. Mm-hmm. But they leave your shit a mess. A mess. Yeah. So to go back to the solutions, I, I I did come in here with a couple of them. One is to not patronize these businesses that are discriminating. Don't spend your money there. They don't want you there. Why would you put your money into a business and put money into their pocket if they don't want you there? Mm-hmm. The other thing is to make sure that if they have a dress code, that they're posting it and enforcing it universally. Uh-huh. And also is if you have the time or if you have the nerve, contact the business owners and have a conversation with them and ask them why they're doing things the way they do. And even if they know that there's now, you know, eyeballs and ears open to their establishment and people are wondering why things are done a certain way, mm-hmm. they may change it because now they're in the public eye. So do you think that um, people will still go to those places shouldn't? What do you mean? Like people who still go to black folks who still go to kung fu wherever else they've been uh, there's been discrimination happening. It wasn't them. Mm-hmm. They got in no problem. Mm-hmm. They were wearing. It just happened that day. You know they were fine even though they had Chuck Taylors on or whatever. I would discourage them in doing so. I mean, again, I've heard of places that have discriminatory practices and really 
I, I, I stop spending money at places where I've experienced it personally. Because, right. you know, your story could be fabricated. It could be, you know, elaborated. <laughs> and, and we don't know if that's, that colorful story is really exactly what happened unless you were there. So if you want to continue to go to Kung Fu, fine. But that I day... Go, I go play Street Fighter. I'm just saying that day, when the day comes and you're discriminated against, you'll know how someone like me felt or someone like uh, you know, the guys that I was with felt mm-hmm. when they were denied entry for something that they shouldn't have been. Nice. Mr. Black, any last words? One love. <laughs> <laughs> what else to expect from Mr. Black? All right. Um, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean... I think she pretty much touched base on a lot. Um, I just still don't understand dress code. <laughs> you don't just, understand I, dress code? I don't. I just don't understand why they try to enforce it, but then they let other people in. Yeah, okay. That's what you. I think that's the asterisk on mm-hmm. dress code. Yeah, I, I, don't, I totally understand dress code. Yeah, I, I totally I, do. I understand it, but I don't understand. But then you say you say this, and then you do that, mm-hmm. or you turn the cheek and you let. This slot, it's, it, I, I still don't get it. I don't think I'll ever get it, but okay. No, nah, that's fine. <laughs> but like I said, you come to whatever spot I'm in. Where can, can we in. find you? Miss everywhere. Mr. Black is everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's all around you. He's behind you right now. Right. He's in your bed. He's at your door. Boom. So, okay, now, sounding creepy. We are kind of enforcing a stereotype. <laughs> Silly. He's everywhere. He's behind you. Wait, 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 wait. But black man behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can be white. <laughs> wait, I think we only have what? There's only been. Has there ever been a black serial killer? <laughs> uh, wait, what was the dude? The black dude in the um in the Caprice Classic. In the what? The Caprice Classic. I have no idea. I, I, the dude that know. was in uh shooting the federal, the I, federal people. I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Black, you should know about this. I can't remember his name. It was in D.C. Mr. Black 2. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, anyway, this was, this was uh, I think this was a good conversation. I appreciate y'all. Oh, I think I want to do this again. Anytime. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Black and Mel, episode two, coming soon. Coming soon. After Christmas. Oh, after Christmas? I don't know. Hell, whenever. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I think that if we keep, like I said, this is a... Conversation started, and you're right. It's been fading out since it since it's happened. You know, even uh, DeAndre, like he went to city council, and I went up on his Twitter feed, and I was looking up as he even been tweeting about it, and I didn't see anything. There was a BT Awards and stuff. As she just said, it was uh, the trendy thing for the week, and it's over now. Yeah, so bringing it back up. Yeah, bring it back up. Bring it back up. Let's talk about it. Let's figure out what we can do about it. Uh, Mel had some good example and that's a good examples and you got a bit of city code and put the dress code. It says in writing in a conspicuous, clearly visible location mm-hmm. outside each entrance. That's right. That is the law. Know some places the, know only have the one law. entrance. Educate yourself and know the law. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for we're gonna kinda lighten up a little bit, the less serious because Mel's about to no, I'm, I'm not. I'm she's, good. She's smiling a lot more now. I'm yeah. Good. yeah, it's over now. It's over now. That's I was why. good the whole time. I just, you know, when you get into a groove and you're passionate about something. I know, you know. I know. Appreciate your passion. <laughs> Appreciate you. All right, let's play a little game. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Put your phone down, Mr. Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Black, no cheating. Unless you're texting me some nudes or something. Mm. I don't want to take it. <laughs> I, I ain't going to edit that one out. I don't wait. Stop. I'm going to follow you back to your car, see what happens. Oh, no. And now I'll turn around my phone again and be like, this is what my happened. My mama is going to listen to this. Be quiet. Mel and Mr. Black. Okay. <laughs> Black. Pop off with these questions. <laughs> All right. Um... What is the name of the power plant on Cedar Chavez that's being <laughs> oh built right now? You see, uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, it's uh, right there before you uh, when you hit Lamar yeah. from before Wolfpack. Um, Mel's looking at me like I'm crazy. There, there used to be a power plant. Uh-huh. I can't think of the name, but I I see it. I see it. It's huge. Yeah, um, I it's mean, gonna, it's, but it's I I can tell you it's going to be like a museum. They're going to have a swimming pool there. Um, the, I don't know the name of it. And the building that's there, that building that's right there. There's no building. Everything is in construction. That whole area is in construction. It was a big building that's yeah, there it was. now. Yeah, yeah. The building's still there. Do you know? No, the, the building's it? gone. I thought. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. All right, I could be wrong. You know the name? No. Yeah, we're both lost on that one. Sea home. Sea home. Sea home. Sea homes. No home. H O M E L M. Homes. That's what I said. Sea homes. There's no S. Sea home. Home. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm just teach, trying to teach y'all something. All right. Thank you for the knowledge. All right, good. Uh, next question. Who in the following... I'm going to list you a bunch of famous people. I don't like this pop quiz, but go ahead. Oh, come on. Well, you're <laughs> laughing. I'm trying to teach you. Okay, go get, ahead. Get your learn on, man. Get, get my learn on. Get your learn on. <laughs> uh, who in the following list did not go to UT? Ooh, okay, go. All right. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Farrah Fawcett, Kevin Spacey, Renee Zellweger, Janis Joplin. Renee Zellweger. Who did not go? Did not go to UT. Uh, I know Farrah Fawcett went to UT. Um, I Renee Zellweger. I, she, Renee Zellweger is my answer. What's yours? Uh, Kevin Spacey. Oh. Yep. Renee Zellweger? Went to UT. Really? Yeah. Did she? I know Farrah Fawcett. I didn't. I know Farrah Fawcett. I know Janis Joplin did it. Yeah. <laughs> Did it? Yeah, she, uh, um, they have that. Y'all should go check out the Zach Zach uh, Theater. Mm-hmm. They do a, a whole thing on her. her oh, sister I didn't does know that. It. Does, does a play. It's awesome. There's a black girl that I, she, I guess she's like a like Aretha Franklin or somebody like that, and she can blow. But they have like from when she was young, when she first left, up like her weight gain and everything, and all the letters that she wrote back home. Oh wow, it's really neat. Cool. I should go check it out. Okay. All right. Next question. Name the bar. <laughs> Man, I, I feel never like this is unfair. How's it unfair? This is like I go out. okay, go. I'll try. You have to go out to know that Kevin Spacey didn't go to UT. No, I'm talking about the bar question. Okay, okay. What bar? What, what bar? <laughs> he said, "Name the bar." Is, name the bar. I'm gonna give quiz. you some clues. I'm the, y'all should get this. One. Okay, got you. Okay. okay, you get through. You get in it through an alley. First clue. Anything? Uh, Kingdom. That, that's. <laughs> Okay, give her a chance. I was gonna say, na- uh, what was no. the, what was the other one in the, ba- in the back in the day uh, that it's used to okay. be Voodoo Lounge? Voodoo Lounge, yeah. Voodoo I, was, lounge. I was gonna say Voodoo Lounge. Next one. <laughs> okay, this is not this is not a trivia question, but this is just <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just I just want people to know. Um, if you're out on a weekend, you're not working. I know you both work a lot on the weekends too. Um, is there a place that you would recommend to people? Uh, 
where either they can find you there or something place that you like you could recommend to them of course um i have friends that come and visit me a lot from houston and it does not matter if it's a friday or a saturday night we can always have a good time at hudson really always i haven't been to hudson in a while we have never had a bad time at hudson ever ghetto (laughs) yeah i didn't want to say anything don't say it is she, not. She's gonna get serious it again. Watch. <laughs> she's gonna get serious again. You know, they have indoor, outdoor, wraparound bar, little dance area. Mm-hmm. Bathrooms are always clean. I mean That's true. That, that is, is true. An, you know what I <laughs> gotta say. Yes, man. Yes, Hudson props. Peep Hudson. game, peep game on another like clean bathroom. That's <laughs> they have a dude in there still? That's a plus. A what? They have a like No, they don't have an there? attendant in the bathroom oh. anymore. Okay. What about you, Mr. Black? Uh you know, normally any black a, joint in town. Yeah, shout out, shout out to. I sure will. <laughs> but, 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 I'll um, let him say his, and I'll get back to another one. Um, I mean, you can always find me. Uh, I love chill spots, so you can always find me at J Blacks if I'm there. Um, yeah, um, if they can find you. You're there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Come on, Black. Um, <laughs> the place yeah. that you like, J Blacks is actually really cool. <laughs> That's the fucked up part about it. It's Nowhere actually, else. it's actually. I mean, I bounce around. I go, I go to Lux because you know friends own it. I go to Lux. I, I go to Pop. I go to the ranch. I go to Brooks Chain. So you stay on West. You don't go venture out to um, rainy uh, no, Red pe- River area. East side. Uh, I like Hotel uh, Vegas over on the East Side. Yeah, I like uh, White Horse. I really do love White Horse. Um, yeah, I like the crowd. Ye- Ye- Yellow Jacket is really cool. Um, Lucy's, I think it is over there, or Lacey's or something over on East Lucille. Lucille's. That's really chill, laid back. So if I'm out here, no, the one I'm talking about is over on East Sixth. Luce, ah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on East Sixth. Yeah, down. So um, that's where I go. I go. I go kick it over there. I really had near the Rainy Street because of all the construction and the non really parking. Um, It really sucks because I normally drive downtown. Um, Grab one of those bikes. Those are dope. I use those a lot. Oh, the, the little c- red c- bikes. bikes. Yeah, yeah. I ain't got okay. Eighty dollars for the whole year, twenty four seven. I fuck. I I fuck my car by the W. Grab the bike, ride all the way to the E six. Come back and uh, and I'm good. It's 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 two thirty in the morning. I'm just cruising, just chilling all the way back to my car. That's not bad. Yeah, eighty bucks a whole year, twenty four seven. So do you have a key fob or something? Yeah, give you a, like a pass and just scan, like you scan it over like a bike station and okay. you just get a bike out. That's it. Okay. You have thirty minutes to put it back wherever wherever you want. You can get anywhere in town in thirty minutes. You should be able to. <laughs> yeah, unless you're drunk. I've seen people fall on their ass. Ooh. That shit is hilarious. So yeah, um, I like hole in the wall places like mini bar. Or oh, that was my first time. Yeah, 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 mini bar. I, I do like mini bar. Yeah. Um, they a little bit expensive, but I do like I do like <laughs> mini bar. Uh huh. Um. But it's so small. Yeah. Just like, it's just called, like mini. Uh, called mini bar. <laughs> dirty Bill's is small as. Oh, my God. Not, mini bar is smaller than. I know. Dirty. I know. But I'm just saying. But the music is good. And that's the so, point. Yeah, it's really there, good. Uh, there's always good music there. There's good music at usually like Lit Lounge. Um, good music at Dirty Bill's, of course. Hudson, again. Don't ever have a problem there. You know, and then spots like Midtown that are not downtown off of Cameron Road. I have not been to Midtown yet. They have reopened. They have remodeled. They have That was know, the place that got kitchen. burned. Got burned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they got have, that? Where's that at? Midtown, it's on Cameron Road near 183. Oh, 
Never been yeah. tried that way. Nice. I mean, it's Maybe. predominantly yeah. black, but they are. Oh, no, I don't want to go there now. <laughs> but oh, fuck that shit. They're a sports bar, <laughs> mainly. They have a restaurant, and then they have a dance floor that they open up in the evenings. So it's a Gee, pretty cool spot. What happened to clubs with dance floor? I, 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 have it's y'all noticed? Like, literally, there's not a lot of clubs <laughs> no. where you can go dance. No, um, no more. You have to kind of search through. Like at Lit Lounge, for example, it looks like a crowded club at first, but if you can get through the the crowd that's in front of the bar, there's an actual dance floor in yeah, the back. Yeah, they open up. Yeah, I saw that. So there's um, places. Yeah, there's not a lot of places where you can dance. <laughs> um, yeah, not a lot of places you can dance. Yeah, make the room. I do. Right. I sure <laughs> do. I, I know you do. All these 50 when, when, inches just start bumping people when up. Mel, when Mel gets down, <laughs> man. I see it, it is a rare occasion. Oh, but, but. It, it, look, it's like uh, it's a national holiday <laughs> when, that, when that happens. So when are you going to take me to Midtown? Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. hey, how about we all just meet up and go to Midtown? Look, we'll go anytime. I mean, I got to work. I mean, when is the <laughs> happening time? Uh, I think, you know, mainly the weekend. Mainly Friday, weekends? Saturday. Okay, well, I have to get off on Friday and we go out there. All right. Cut a rug. It, it's, it's a day <laughs> to step. Did y'all did y'all listen to the last show or no? Because I had a question about it. Uh-uh. I haven't. Okay. You gonna play it for us? No, nah, I'm not gonna ask a question if you didn't yeah. listen to the show. Okay, well ask us the question that you asked them. Well, it's probably relevant to the no, show. No, it's relevant to the show. I always yeah. ask a question about the sh- the previous show, and if you didn't listen to it, you're gonna just look like fools. So okay. I'm not gonna ask you. You ain't got more questions to ask us? <laughs> nah. So uh anything you wanna plug? Uh I think you plug Jay Black's. Uh, Mel, anything? Give me a high five when you see me out in the street, <laughs> uh-huh. Mr. Black. Well, yeah, people gonna go around and just <laughs> just like high fiving black people everywhere. <laughs> uh. You know, um, I'm not just proud of being black, but I am proud of being a female also. So I'm a part of a women's empowerment organization called Project Curve Appeal. It's also the sister organization to Pink City Corporation. You can go online to Pink City Corp. Dot com or Project Curve Appeal dot com. That's curve is in curvy. And you can um, look at what we do. We encourage women to um, dispel the stereotypes of size um, inequality. So that's our focus. Um, I'm no longer the national event director. I resigned my position, but I am definitely an avid supporter of this organization. And I encourage anybody, any woman of all race and men who love and support women to go on there as well. Okay, well, for me, um, find me, uh, <laughs> I'd be at the bar. <laughs> if y'all, uh, whoever's listening, um, I am part of an organization called You Are Hope. It is for children that are undiagnosed um, with rare genetic disorders. And oh. uh, we're trying to raise some money, as a matter of fact, to uh, try to get a documentary to the Sundance Festival next year. So um, if y'all want to go out and donate money or look up on the website, um, there's a Facebook page. Um, but it's youareourhope.org, and uh, go to it and check it out. Um, I'm a part of it due to family members, and it's it's for a great cause. All of the money goes toward the movie and scholarships and uh, scholarships for therapy for parents to get their kids to and from doctors, to and from therapy. So it's, it's really great. And uh, the people that have been doing the uh, documentary have actually put all their money into it doing the documentary, and mm-hmm. we're just trying to get to that next step. To get it there, and yeah, so if you can go look it out. What's the website again? It's called yourourhope.org. Dope. All right, y'all heard it. I want to thank you and, so uh, much. And Sammy's House, uh, <laughs> a nonprofit organization, um, school. Uh, a lot of great kids that go there that need help, whose parents don't have a lot of money. So um, if if you have a big heart and, and love children, please 
Who Do doesn't? It. Some people don't. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Assholes. Sons I said it. I said it. Anyway, uh, let's see. On my end, what's happening this weekend? Uh, Thursday, Yulavai uh, is starting uh, his Thursday at Vinyl. You've been to Vinyl? I haven't been there yet. You have to go That's to Vinyl. Me. And I'm off on Thursday. Aha. Aha. I'll be at the hospital. <laughs> ah, okay. But where's Vinyl? Remember what Fuel was? Yeah. On Trinity between 6 and 7? Yeah. It's called Chicago House now? Yeah. When you walk in there, oh, there's a little upsta- door. Upstairs. No it's, not, no, it's not upstairs. You walk mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. and there's a little door on the left. You go through that door, and you end up in this like, cozy-ass lounge with vinyl. Because it's vinyl. called Vinyl, will he be playing all vinyl? No, there's a whole oh. wall of vinyl, but people who play there mm-hmm. is, it, are great DJs. That, that don't, they don't play shit that you hear on 6th Street. It's all grown folks to hang there because kind of a secret room kind of thing. Oh, right. So you don't see college so kids. So you set a hole in the wall. Yeah, it is. Hey, I do but like the, the hole in the wall off of Guadalupe, though. You what? The hole in the wall off Guadalupe. I used to go years ago. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. So, okay, what's up with nasties? It's still going. Mel's still doing it. 17 years strong, man. Monday night. Monday night. you go? I have not been in so long. Oh my God. I was just talking to Mel over the weekend. He was like, yeah, so we were eating sushi at Piranha Sushi downtown. Yeah. And then we got um, money. We got a discount because some dudes in there, like in the staff, like three of them are like, yeah, we're big fans of Mel. We used to go to Nasty's all the time. I'm like, wow. really? I'm looking at you get want? around, Millie, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, one of my, yeah, one of my buddies, uh, where he actually works at Vine Pig, uh, White Cat. Mm-hmm. I call him A.A. <laughs> and um, he goes, and he was like, I was like, I used to go to Nasty's back in the Gap. I think I met you there a couple times back in the day, but like it was 2006? nice. Yeah, I mean, my car got towed a couple times out there because you know, <laughs> what, again, went in there parking like Rainy Street, went in there parking. But uh, you park in the neighborhoods. I did park in the neighborhoods. <laughs> I, I don't get towed. towed. <laughs> it's all right. Anyway, yeah, that it's still happening. So go check it out. Okay, so I was saying uh, Vinyl Room, Thursday, Yulavai, R&B, hip-hop, booty music, all that stuff, 21 plus, no cover. Then Friday, August 1st, um, there's this new reggae joint now. Mm. First Friday at Empire with selected Q45, Ordeon, Beat a Beat. Yeah. Nice. All Caribbean music, Latin stuff, African music too. It's only five bucks, 21 plus. It's still, I've, I haven't been that, there yet. It just started in July. So I'm going to go check that out. Uh, so it's at Empire on 7th and Red River on the patio. Then the same night, Body Rock is happening. You've been to Body Rock? I know Body, body Rock. Body Rock. Body Rock. Oh, man. And sh- big shout out. I work out. every Friday night, though. Uh, so you got it one time, you got to go to Body I'll, Rock. I'll take a vacation First Friday. day. I'll First take Friday. a vacation day. <laughs> uh, 10 o'clock, Sahara Lounge. That's way out of Weberville. Uh, like 183 in MLK over there, kind of. Damn. Yeah, but so when you go there, you stay there. It's five bucks, but it's a party. It's like you see dudes dance, people dancing, Soul Train Line, people this singing. This is Friday along. or Saturday? This Friday, Friday, so Friday, okay. yeah. And every they have a theme. Like every time they did a, a Prince tribute, they did a, a Outcast slash Stevie Wonder. They do they always do the Michael Jackson birthday party in August at the end of August. Uh, and this time in uh, on the first, they're doing uh, the Five Boroughs of hip hop. New York hip hop. New York, nice. So they're going to be the Wu Tang, the Karis One, like the shit I grew Feral up on. Much. Oh, How that. old are you? 32. Yeah, oh. I just said my age on the, on the podcast. Mm. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they'll be playing all that. So Chorizo Funk, Rise Against the Storm, DJ Charlie, 
And big shout out to the Rise Against the Storm. They play at ACL, uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Monday. Crazy. Uh, everybody was saying that. Crazy. Yeah. Rise Against the Storm. They've been doing it this year. I mean, seriously. Anyway, Body Rock, uh, Friday, uh, 21 plus, only five bucks, uh, Sahara Lounge. Then Saturday, if you didn't get your reggae fix, Ring the Alarm is still going on on mm-hmm. East 11th at Victory Grill, Victory Grill, uh, Junior Vibes, and DJ Sabu. And they're doing the Jamaica Independence Day every every year. So that, I think it's like 7 or 10 bucks, something like that. So that's happening Saturday. Now, Sunday. Be at work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. But I've been finding out about some good stuff on Sundays. Um, I was just at uh, Pop uh, this past Sunday, and Mighty Mike was playing. I think he played like from like 6 to 9 or 5 to 9 or something like that. Oh, wow. He was playing videos, but it was all old school joints. All That's old school the, Kore- the Korean Korean black dude, right? Curly hair? Mike? That's no, not, not Mike Swing. I'm talking okay. about Mighty Mike. Oh, okay. The <laughs> straight look, Asian looking dude. Okay. <laughs> he's going to be mad when he hear this. I don't give a shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, he's playing all, all old school. I mean, I was jamming in there. There wasn't that many people and I think um, I like pop because the staff is pretty cool and uh, uh, expensive. Yeah. Well, they're having $2 mimosas that day. Which is cool. You got two dollars. You got two (laughs) dollars. So no color twenty one plus, and then there's also uh, at Cheer Up Charlie's on Red River and Ninth Street, uh, Boogie and Disco Vinyl Night, all vinyl. DJ Gatsby, if you never heard of Gatsby, that should be nice. Is really good, and Richard Gear is playing, not the actor, the DJ. Uh, (laughs) Good kid, Uh, all Boogie, all Disco, uh, big dance party, and I found out DJ Mahalani. You ever been to uh, Back to Life or Dame or any of those, those things? Mm-hmm. These female DJs killing it? No. Mahalani is dope. Where is this? Container Bar on Rainy Street. She what played, day? Uh, Saturdays and Sunday nights, she told me. Okay. So she, It'll vinyl only. She don't play with no computer. All vinyl. All That's what a real DJ is supposed to do, play with vinyls. Yes. Hold I mean, up. I'm talking I can become a DJ 80s. and hit a button. Doop. I mean, I've seen those DJ, such and such, DJ press play. Uh, DJ knobs, just turning knobs and shit. I'm DJ like, yeah. point and click. Yeah, DJ point and click. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen that. Click. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that too. Um, so Mahalani, uh, Saturday, Saturday night and Sunday night at Container Bar on Rainy Street. This is every week. Yes. Back page. Back. Cool. You, you I put, have to go the next time I'm off. Right there you go. <laughs> I, I mean, I post all of those on the on the, uh, the website. On, on the website, so you can just go to that. And that's pretty much it. Uh, make sure you. Subscribe on Twitter. On, on Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> uh, subscribe on iTunes. I need ratings. I need people to go out there. I mean, you guys, I, I don't know if anybody's done it. Or not enough. Uh, anyway, not enough people are doing it. I know people are listening. This is getting a lot of traction. People are loving the show. I get emails from people now. Hey, can I be on the show? Like, I have a long list of people <laughs> I want on there. But anyway, it's working pretty well. But I need your support. I need your feedback. feedback pun intended. Feedback, pun intended. Feedback. Uh, I need your ratings. I need your comments. Uh, if there's something you like or you don't like about, about the show, let me know. Highlight me on Facebook. So hits and listeners don't matter. You really need people to subscribe. Yes, okay. and, and I want to and I want to make the show better. Right. I mean, I've been doing mm-hmm. it since November. I have I've had great guests, DJ Mel. I've had Yula Vai, Chicken George. I have Bavu Blake's next week. Mr. Black and Mel. Yes. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. And so Shoot. I really want I really want people Shoot. I want people's feedback on it. 
So subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Stitcher. Um, Time out. Okay, uh, could you please send all this to me because my mama don't have <laughs> iTunes. Um, well, go to feedback.com. Okay, that's what I tell B A K, and there's the link on there. Okay, it will have your sh- all the shows. Okay, and you can subscribe. You can listen to it on your phone. It downloads yeah. automatically. You can right. Listen to it in the car. A lot of people have been telling me to do that. Go to work, listen to the feedback podcast, or late at night. All right. Uh, especially now that traffic sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty much it. Anything else you want to add? Nothing, Mr. Black. Stop staring at Mel. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of what to say. Yeah, but <laughs> you trying to get inspiration over here? Yeah, I was looking at her. I was because, you know, she's been, you know, over there oh. just, you know, I so know. I just the want to eyes, say, Mel, the yeah, eyes, Mel, the eyes, never lie, as we, as we say. <laughs> What did uh what did his name say off Soul Train? What? At the end of the show? Yeah. Love, peace, and Love, Peace and Soul. Train. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Ciao. Be blessed, lady. <laughs>